Welcome to Boss Talk, the official podcast for Boss Up Magazine, where we bring you the boss behind the business. Want to learn more about our future bosses? Visit our website at www.bossupmag.org. Make sure you follow us on social media using the handle BossUpMag on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And yes, we do follow back. You are now tuning in with the official founder of Bossup Magazine, Twanita Dozier, and I have an amazing interview for you. So let's get started. Okay, bosses, we are here with Gary Ammons. He is the founder of Mu Beta Phi Military Fraternity, and he is from Hampton Roads, Virginia. And Gary, can you please tell us more about your fraternity? Yes, yes, and um, thank you for your time um, for um, for our interview. Um, yes, my fraternity is Mu um, Beta Phi Military Fraternity. We are a uh, military Greek letter organization, very similar to collegiate uh, fraternities. Um, we like to pride ourselves by saying that we um, have a Greek structure with a military foundation. Um, we cater exclusively to men of the uh, armed services, whether you're active duty, uh, veteran, or retired, um, as long as you served honorably in one of the uh, five branches of the military, um, we're a brotherhood that's open um, to you all in, in that aspect. Uh, what we like to do is uh, we basically cater to the local and veteran community, just doing, uh, trying to do great community work and helping the homeless veteran population as well as uh, veterans that suffer from mental health issues and uh, trying to help uplift and mentor young men and women in the community. Okay, awesome. Sounds great. So as the founder, uh, please tell us uh, what made you decide to create your your fraternity? <clears throat> okay, so um, for me, uh, what I was a person that was seeking brotherhood, um, and I had come from a previous organization um, and just for lack of better words it was unfulfilling and so um, in my mind I, in my mind I knew exactly what I was looking for out of a brotherhood and um, I just uh, went off my, my wings with God and you know uh, I went to church one Sunday and uh, I asked him to guide me to, into the right direction and uh, his direction calling for me was to create my own brotherhood and um, I got I got with two other brothers that um, had a like-minded idea, and um, so we created Mu Beta Phi, and and so far it's been a, a great success. Sounds good. Sounds good. So tell me, how did you come up with the name of your organization? Okay, so um, being as though we are a military um, brotherhood, um, a lot of us in the in the, in the military service we. Um, understand mission objectives and uh, mission guidance. And so um, the letter mu is a Greek letter, but um, we, we equate that to mission. Um, and then the letter beta is which we are referenced by as the beta kings. Um, obviously, being a, a fraternity, we are a brotherhood, so we believe in true brotherhood and watching out for each other, which led us to the letter beta, meaning Brotherhood, and then our final letter um, being the Greek letter Phi. Um, we try to pride ourselves as being mature men um, that are seasoned. Um, most of us are 
uh, senior leaders in the military. So we um, aspire to, to demonstrate that professionalism that um, a mature man is supposed to have in representing the community. So it led us to the sequence of Mu Beta Phi being our letters, but standing for mission, brotherhood, and professionalism. Nice, nice. Sounds good. Sounds very solid and very well put together. Um, so I commend you for that. Congratulations. It sounds really great. Thank you. Uh, Thank now, you. we all know that starting anything um, can be <laughs> a long process. Uh, for some people, some people get lucky. It's not that long of a process or it's not that difficult. Um, in regards to your fraternity, um, tell us a little bit about that process of getting your organizations up and running. What was that process like for you? Well, uh, I can tell you, um, actually, what you said is absolutely true. Um, <laughs> being a founder and um, trying to point your, your vision in the right direction um, is not for the faint of heart. Um, one, you have to have a lot of tough skin um, because you're going to deal with a lot of doors being shut on you. Um, but then um, you have a competitive aspect that's out there that's against you. So you're always fighting an obstacle. So um, what I will say in the time of our stand-up, um, it was very, very challenging. Um, you know, you have to find the right men, but also um, what you're looking for out of your brotherhood and or sisterhood, because we do have a sisterhood, um, you have to have the right people to, to put your puzzle together. And for us, um, I think one of the biggest adversities that we have run into is just being able to um, connect with the homeless veteran population. Um, a lot of times, uh, we as military men and women, we, we rely on the VA system, um, the veteran affairs uh, system so heavily that a lot of times when when the, the, the needs are not being met, many are reluctant to reach their hand out and extend it and ask for help. Um, so we have to prod people to want to get the help that they need. So um, a lot of times it takes a lot of intrusive leadership as well as assertive leadership to get uh, people to take the help that you're trying to offer. Um, then on top of that, uh, we have programs that require certain certifications and um, trying to get the right people in the organization to fill those roles um, can be kind of challenging because you have to you have to meet certain requirements. But um, you know, just with with God's calling, we we have found the right individuals to take the mantle on some of those pieces um, and have put us on the right path for success thus far. So, you know, I can't. I always look to the Lord for. Um, you know, my spiritual uplifting, and I, and I can't thank him enough for everything he's done for this brotherhood. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, it, it you know, with your fraternity being um, geared towards those who are um, active or retired military men, um, and with you mentioning some of the requirements um, that you have or that you, you know, desire for different roles in your organization, um, Tell us, you know, what are the minimum requirements to join your organization outside of being, you know, uh, serving of the military? You know, are there certain uh, times that you accept 
new enrollees? Like, how how does that work? What is that sure. requirement like? You know, what is that process like? Sure. Thanks. Um, uh, great question as well. So, um, we intake three of the four calendar seasons. So, we intake um, spring, fall, and winter, and then we take the summer off to recharge and enjoy the family aspect with our, our families and stuff like that. Now, um, in order for a man to even knock on the door, um, obviously, as you said, uh, you must have served in the, in the armed forces. But um, we we look at it a little bit deeper. Um, you have to have served a minimum of four years, which really is quick. Um, yes, which really equates to one full tour duty. Um, you know, a lot of times people will accept members um, around the two-year mark. But, um, you know, just if you understand what military service is about, um, at two years, uh, you're still pretty much um, a training employee of the military, meaning that the that a commanding officer can walk you out the door anytime they want to. Um, whereas we look at that service member at the four-year mark and above because at that point he should have deployed so he should understand um, brotherhood responsibility, being able to cover a brother's back um, in a time of war. Or um, if you're in that foxhole, you understand how to cover a brother's back. Um, and have served some obligated time overseas. So that lets you know you're coming into the door with a mature man next to you. Um, along with that, you must have served honorably um, in the armed services. So you must have uh, completed four years and discharged with an honorable discharge. Uh, we will look at we will look at members that have um, general discharges under honorable conditions. Um, however, they have to be heavily screened for that, but we, we will consider a man, a man of that caliber. Um, and then uh, pretty much it's just really uh, a man that really wants to be about community first, um, being an ambassador in the community, representing the organization well in the community, and that will be found through our interview process. So um, a member will apply if they meet that criteria. Um, our membership team uh, will get a hold of his application and then uh, conduct an interview that may take uh, two to three days to con complete. And from there, um, our, our committee will vote on him, um, and then we will let him know if he's been accepted or um, may have to try back at a later time. And, um, and basically, once he's accepted, uh, he'll go into our line process, we'll which will take us uh, through a six-week process where he'll learn about the organization, he'll learn about the art of um, giving back, and then selfless sacrifice, which is basically our community service. And then once he completes all of that, then he'll get initiated into the organization. Sounds good. You know, it sounds like um, your organization's selection process is done with a fine-tooth comb, and that is very commendable. Um, that states to me that you're very, very uh, focused, solid, and dedicated to make sure that your organization is geared towards success and nothing less than that. So that is really great to hear <laughs> because you, you do have other organizations, you know, you know, that may start and you may, may flop or, you know, may not be as organized 
may not be that well put together. So that's great. And, and I think that's very much needed, especially if you have an organization as such as yours. So, you know, that that's pretty great. Now, I see that your uh, fraternity was founded in 2017, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So, you know, with your organization being fairly new, tell me, you know, how does your organization different from the Divine Nine that has, you know, been around for, you know, ages? <laughs> yes, and um, and, and I want to tell you before I even go into the answer for that question, I really want to thank you for that question. And, and the reason why I want to thank you for that is because um, for the, uh, the person on the outside looking in, um, being around this community as long as I have been, um, a lot of times you'll hear the, let's just say, snide comments where, um, you know, some may feel like uh, these other organizations are imitating the D9 um, in that aspect. But um, very, very thankfully, um, Mew Beta Phi has not had that issue. Uh, we have been fully embraced by the D9. Um, a lot of them partner with us. Um, they welcome us with open arms and things like that. So when you ask that question, it is very, very meaningful. And I'll tell you what, how we differ. Um, in, in, in the D9 world, um, and mind you, we do have brothers that is, that are part of, uh, the Divine Nine. Um, a lot of, uh, a lot of what their structure is behind is old, uh, or not, I don't want to say old, um, nostalgic type of heritage when it comes to stepping, strolling, um, things of that nature. Um, a, a, a successful military Greek fraternity um, is really, really pride ourselves on the precision, um, the discipline, the structure, and um, just to kind of underline it, the professional aspect. Uh, a lot of us, um, and well, I'm just going to speak for Mu Beta Phi, we are... Um, the average man coming into our door ranges from the age of 25 to 35, uh, which is a 20-year gap, but that is a person that has had some longevity in their military career. So you're looking at a mature military man. Um, you're looking at uh, mainly a, a, a family man, but one that already has is coming to the table accomplished, meaning um, they, they have a high achievement in um, higher education, um, a lot of us come to the table with bachelor's degrees, master's degrees. Uh, we have a few doctors um, in our organization. And what you will find across the military Greek community is that you will find that type of individual mainly um, across a lot of the organizations that you'll find. Um, we are well-disciplined, um, but we're very, very precision in our movement, um, our, our mannerisms. Um, and things like that, where you have that Divine Nine organization, where you have that young man who is still aspiring um, through education, um, some that have just moved into the corporate world, and then you have some of your seasoned D9 Greeks who um, are now corporate leaders. But, however, many come from a military background. So um, we, do, we do travel on the same path, but we do take our own, uh, side roads as well to get back to the, the goal, which is making a good brother. Sounds good. Sounds good. I I, I loved your response to that. Um, very solid, and that's all I'm gonna say. That's very, very, very well spoken. 
Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. That's very well spoken. Now, I know that earlier you mentioned um, a little bit about, you know, the services you provide uh, as an organization and you talked about the mission. Um, tell us the core benefits of being a part of your organization and a little bit more about the services that you offer. Sure, sure. Thank you very much for that. Okay, so um, I'll, I'll, I'm going to kind of handle it in the backwards role. I'm going to speak on the programs first, and then I'll, I'll, I'll touch on the benefits. Okay. Um, Mutify, we have two main programs that we focus on. We focus on a youth-based program and then um, an adult-based program. Um, our Mighty Warriors program is our youth mentorship program. Um, and what we provide there, we, we have members um, who are uh, certified state educators. Um, we have military trained instructors. Um, myself as a founder, I am a, um, a licensed curriculum developer. I'm also a master training specialist. So um, we have men that are, are, are professional in building a curriculum um, for a young man um, that may need that guidance. He may come from, let's just say, a broken home or let's just say a troubled past that he may need um, a, a, um, a male figure to kind of help him, one, teach him how to be, one, a man, but then, two, how to be a productive man in society. Um, and, and along with that, uh, I firmly believe that in order for you to mentor a man, you had, you've had to been a troubled man yourself at one point in time. And, and I mean that to say that we're not, we're not talking about hardened criminals, but we're talking about people who um, just was not on the right path at one point in time in their life, but they had someone um, help get them on the right path or they, they were, as we say, down in the valley at one point in time and fought his way out of the valley back to the mountaintop. So um, I, I truly believe that the, the side of a good leader is one that knows how to persevere through adversity. So what we, what we look for is a man who can see both sides of the fence and show another young man how to stay away from some of the pitfalls he may have fallen into but show him how to get out of those adversities that he may be in, but not just get out, but sustain um, on that high level. So in order for you to do that, you have to be trained on how to handle someone in that in that area. So what we look for are those trained certifiers, uh, those, those educators, those people who know who can sit down and actually put a curriculum together um, to take a young man from learning how to tie a tie all the way up to how to balance a checkbook, you know, um, and then, uh, you know, and then obviously how to be courteous to elderly men and women. Um, you know, obviously at some point in time, he'll, he'll, he'll eventually have a, a young lady in his life. So we want to teach him how to properly treat a woman. So we'll, you know, we'll teach him things like that, um, through our Mighty Warriors program. And then, um, the capstone to it all is, uh, we, every year, um, we give away two scholarships, um, during two seasons. Um, in this, this past, uh, year, we gave a student, um, a scholarship to Florida State University and then one to Southern Florida University. 
So um, that's how our Mighty Warriors program uh, kind of entails. Then we have um, our other program, which is called the Herculean Effort Program, which is geared towards the um, homeless veteran population um, or the, the the population that's suffering from mental health issues. And, and when I say mental health, we're talking about PTSD, um, MST, uh, or for, for, for a person who's not familiar with military terms, post-traumatic stress disorder, okay. or um, military sexual trauma. Um, and so what we have here, uh, we have licensed uh, clinicians who specialize in the area of uh, um, mental health issues, uh, whether it be college, uh, therapy, um, things of that nature. So, uh, what we do is we have men who are available, um, that can help be a, uh, a go between, between the VA and the, the matter that they may have at hand. Um, we, we may have someone who, um, is suffering from high depression, um, and is, um, on the brink of, uh, making suicidal ideologies. And so we have uh, people in place that will, one, help them in that aspect, help get them to a, uh, a clinic that can help them, but also have the confidentiality places where they can actually uh, provide therapy services for them. Um, we also have people in place that uh, have inside networking capability to help uh, a uh, veteran um, find some temporary shelter until the Veteran Affairs can find a more adequate housing. And um, so far, the program has been very, very successful. We've helped over 100 um, veterans find shelter as well as um, help in the area of, um, of uh, mental health issues as well. Sounds good. Sounds good. You know, I'm really happy to hear that not only are you giving back to veterans in the community, that you're actually starting with youth. You do not have too many um, organizations or too many things geared towards the youth to build them up to be better. Um, so that that's great you know that's <laughs> that's really great because seriously you know in today's news and society we have a lot of troubled youth we have a lot of youth that don't have too much guidance too many positive role models and i say positive because that's important because someone can have a role model but if they're not positive they're just you know taking them into the wrong direction so um, that's that's very that's very great, and I'm very happy to hear that, and very relieved, <laughs> relieved to learn that because seriously, you know, I hear it all the time. Oh, this generation is terrible. They don't know nothing. They're always into trouble. And to hear that there is an organization um, dedicated, and there are people who care about making sure that those youth grow up to do the right thing and be, you know, great people, that's really great to hear and to learn. So thank you. Thank you yeah. so much for that. <laughs> no, actually, and, and I thank you. Um, and I'll tell you uh, just a little bit. Um, you know, uh, what makes it easy is that um, you, when you have men that want have come from that type of environment, um, if you're not paying it forward because you have made it out or you have gotten out of your valley, 
um, you're you're really not doing anything productive in the world. That is truly what I believe. And you know, even me, um, you're talking to a person that has come from um, a broken home or an abused background, and you know, it took two it took two or three people who actually care and love you enough to to want to see you um, be successful. And that is the only reason why, you know, I am in a position that I'm in now, you know, because somebody did. And so um, I only want to give it back, and I, and I want good men around me that want to do the exact same thing. And so far, God has blessed us with that. Amen. Amen. So you have, so Gary, you have told us about your organization, its mission, you know, its core benefits, you know, your services. And, you know, when you tell people certain things, some get it and some don't. And that leads me to say, even with all of the information that you give to people, um, all the information that's on your website, when you talk to people, everything that you give, all the information you give, I'm sure there are some misconceptions that you still get. <laughs> with that deliverance of information. So tell us, what are some misconceptions um, you believe people have about your fraternity or misconceptions you've heard that people have about your fraternity? Yes, um, yes, you know, um, and, and the best thing to say there is um, along with all the successes, you, you do have the bad. Um, so you're going to have those people who, um, the naysayers, you know, that, uh, you know, will ha have something negative to say. Um, here's where, where I will touch that subject. Um, a lot of times people's uh, perception of fraternity, they think of hazing um, or some type of uh, uh, secret ritual and things like that. Um, that is the furthest from the truth. We are very, very transparent in everything that we do. Um, we are a, a non-hazing organization. We do not believe in any of that. Um, we do not uh, do anything to put any any man coming through our doors at harm. Um, one uh, another area uh, we've 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 gotten the feedback that some feel that we are copying other organizations, and I can tell you that is completely false. Um, as a as a senior military man, um, a lot of the traditions that we use come from military heritage, um, and the things that we as senior men from um, E seven up to O six. Um, have gone through in our military careers, um, and we try to educate good men into being better men into our organization. Um, outside of that, it's really nothing else that um, negatively, negativity-wise, we have really encountered. Um, again, for us, it's been really a blessing. Um, you know, we have a great sisterhood, a sorority that is bonded to us that has been really supportive of us. Um, other organizations, um, not just the D9, but other communities um, from the LGBTQ community over to the um, the business uh, fraternities and sororities have all embraced us. Um, uh, one of our models is strength and unity. Um, and unity just doesn't come from one community, but it comes from being able to network across many communities. Yes. And um, I think that uh, the brotherhood that we have um, has been very, very successful in branding ourselves, not just in our community, but outside, and has opened the doors for um, many brothers and sisters across many other um, communities to want to embrace us, to want to work with us, 
And three, allow us to knock on their door when we need help with something or we need to point somebody in their direction. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Thank you for that. Because like I said, <laughs> you give people the information and sometimes, you know, it, they still don't get it. So thank you for clearing that up. For anyone, any of our listeners that had any misconceptions, Gary uh, has set the record straight for you guys. So that's that's just what it is. The record has been set straight. So, Gary, it seems that your organization has been very successful, even with it being newer. And that's okay. You've been making a lot of big moves, success, and, you know, you have done a lot of great things as you continue to soar. Um, and I want to know, like I said before, you know, starting an organization or a business can be difficult. It can take time. Um, but I want to know what is something that you know now that you wish you would have known in the beginning? Sure. Um, yeah, actually, and, and again, it goes back to being transparent. Um, uh, you know, again, for anybody that's out there that's looking to start their own organization, I, I'm going to tell you one thing that if any of my brothers or sisters are listening to, they're laughing right now because they know what I'm about to say. Um, you got to know your people. Um, we, uh, when I stepped out, um, Picking my founding line, the people who were going to found this organization with me, um, I did not fully know all of them. Um, I, we, we, we shared some similarities, but um, when I say know them, um, you know, I could not tell you man to man who exactly they are. Um, now, with that, with that being said, um, yes, we have run into some pitfalls. We had an individual that really tried to undermine our organization at one point in time. Um, but he was unsuccessful in his efforts and he's off doing whatever he's doing. Um, for us, you know, we're still tracking the way we have. So if I, as I look back, um, if I had to do it again, I would make sure that I had really close people to me who, um, would help found this organization. Um, also what I would, um, what I would also say if I had to do over again is being cautious on who I extend my hand to. Um, and I say that to mean, um, you know, as military men and women, we're taught to always help a person um, and, 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 keep, and make yourself open and available to people. But sometimes you do have to take a step back and look at the person that you are trying to either partner with or uh, look to, um, you know, to help because everyone is not genuine in their, um, in their intentions, you know. And so um, what I would say is, you know, uh, and this has always been one of those Achilles heels for me, which is, you know, you can't always extend initially to everyone. You always, you have to kind of trust but verify as well. And so if I had to do it over again, I think those would be the two areas, uh, which is, you know, being more mindful of who I um, partner with and then to who I extend my hand to. Nice, nice. Thank you for that information and, and thank you for being transparent because to be honest, you don't have too many people who have started an organization or started a business are as tra transparent, you know, we have a lot of people um, who fear the next person doing better. 
And so we don't have too much transparency. So I thank you so much for that. Um, thank you for that information. And I'm sure our listeners, I'm sure they are appreciative of that information as well. Yes, yes. Thank you. Now, have you partnered with any other organizations as of late? Um, does your organization have any upcoming events or projects that our listeners can look forward to? Yes, absolutely. Um, well, uh, just to kind of backtrack a little bit, a couple weeks ago, um, we did, we, we usually do an annual crossing with our sister sorority. Um, uh, we, we, we were kind of labeled as the Imperial Dynasty. Um, and uh, we just crossed uh, 44 new members into our organization during that time. Um, that was in San Antonio, Texas. Our next crossing um, is going to be our next national line crossing, which is going to be January 18th to 20th uh, on the Air Force Base down in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and we're looking to cross 22 new men into our organization at that point. Um, after that, uh, we have our annual conference, uh, or what we call our national summons, which is going to be in Las Vegas, Nevada, at the uh, Excalibur Hotel. Um, it is open to anyone who is interested in celebrating with the uh, Brothers of New Beta Phi. Um, and uh, we, we have a very, very festive event where we're going to turn over our whole national leadership. Um, and we're going, to, uh, we're going to acknowledge some of the partnering or organizations. Um, I believe you know one of them, Mu uh, Alpha Mu, Christian Sorority, Great Sisterhood that has supported us from day one, um, along with some other organizations, some D9 organizations, uh, uh, Sigma Gamma Rho, Delta Sigma Theta, um, Phi Beta Sigma, and a couple others that are um, coming out to uh, celebrate with us. Um, so that's the best what we have over the next quarter um, of this of the year. So. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing it. It sounds great. It sounds like a good time and. Um, I wish you much success with all of your upcoming events, and I'm sure they're going to be a success. You have tons of support, um, and I think it will be great. And um, I wish you nothing but the best with those events and projects that you have upcoming. Now, you did mention you. that you're looking to cross 22 men in January or within the next quarter, correct? Yes, um, we have right now, currently we have 22 men that's um, getting ready to start our winter process. Um, so as we tell them, um, their goal is to make sure all 22 of them cross um, come um, come January. So that's, that's what we're looking at. Sounds good. So I'm assuming that that door has closed for anyone that is interested, correct, as of right now? Well, well, no, not yet. Um, okay. We we have our we have our application window open until December fifth. Okay. Um, the line the line is scheduled to actually kick off their first week of intake um, December 9th, which is four days after the application window opens or close. Excuse me, excuse me, closes. But yes, that's basically uh, we're about to shut the door here next week. That's that's what I would say. Okay. So with that said, uh, how can our listeners? Uh, find and follow you on social media, as well as how can they go about um, being included in that upcoming um, process? Sure. So basically, um, if a person is still interested and, and would like to apply, they basically need to go on our website. And our website is www.mu-beta-fi, 
militaryfraternity.org. And um, once you go to our website, if you click on the uh, membership tab, it will give you a link to our application, and you fill it out and send it into our membership email. And as soon as it hits our email box, uh, our membership team will, will jump right on it. So um, I would say that's the easiest thing to do at that point, and uh, we'll definitely get it. Awesome, awesome. And, and how can they find you on uh, social media? Sure. Uh, on Facebook, if if you go to Facebook and you search um, New Beta Five Military Fraternity, um, our page will pop right up. Um, and the same thing on Instagram. Uh, if you put in New Beta Five uh, Military Fraternity, we will pop up there. Um, we do have a, a LinkedIn page uh, that's for our professional network of, uh, of uh, subject matter experts. And if you put in New Beta Five Military Fraternity, our page will pop up there as well. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Gary. Thank you so much for talking with me um, on the Boss Talk podcast. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, I was very intrigued, even though I can't join, but <laughs> I was very intrigued to learn about your organization, and I think it's amazing. And, you know, I wish you much success uh, with all your future endeavors with your organization. And I hope to have you back on Boss Talk sooner than later. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much, and thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, bosses. That concludes our episode of Boss Talk. And until next time, boss up and be blessed.